We've all heard it before. It's who you know. Welcome to Social Capital, a weekly podcast that dives into social relationships and why the investment you put into them is so important. Your host, Lori Hybe, will connect with industry-leading professionals and dive into their networking experiences and expert advice. Hey, everybody. Lori Hybe here. Welcome to the Social Capital Podcast. Our show notes are found at socialcapitalpodcast.com. I just want to give a quick thank you to you, the listener. I appreciate you, and I want you to know that. If there's ever anything that I can do to support you, please reach out. That being said, there's two ways that you can connect with me online. First, if you want to get more involved in the conversation, join our our Facebook group at Social Capital Network, a community of trust, reciprocity, and relationships. Second, LinkedIn is the channel that you're going to find me on. Search for Lori Hybee. You can simply click the follow button as I post daily information about marketing strategy, tips, all podcast episodes, and upcoming events. If you'd like to connect, make sure to send a note with your connection request that references Social Capital. I can't wait to hear from you. All right, Social Capital Podcast is sponsored by Keystone Click, a strategic digital marketing agency that believes in you and believes that that you need to understand your customer before you start marketing to them. If you want to learn more about how we map out your customer journey, please visit keystoneclick.com. Today's guest is Shane Whalen. Shane is a serial entrepreneur and a podcaster living in Linden, Michigan with his family. Shane, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Lori. Excited to have you here. I know you've got a lot of information to share, but let's just dive into it a little bit. So can you talk to us a little bit about how to consistently stand out from your competitors? Yeah, you know, I think in this day and age, um, it's so easy to just, uh, you know, there's so, everyone's so bombastic and trying to stand out, you know, especially in the social media world. I think to do the opposite, you know, the, remember the, the old cliche, the loudest one in the room is the weakest one in the room. And I think when we can understand that without even going into the layers of it, it's easy to, to just kind of kick back, be a little bit quiet, a little, you know, kind of draw people in without, we're so eager to talk about ourselves and talk about our reviews or certification or whatever it is. But when we can hang back, and, and just be present in the moment, that is what's going to draw people in and create real interest, right? It, when you are, when you can be that warm, fuzzy blanket and, and make people stand out and you know, make yourself stand out from the noise that, you know, that we live in. Yeah, I agree. I think it's extremely important to make yourself stand out and, um, the noise is getting louder. There's shinier objects and new fancy things constantly coming at us and, we really want to get in front of our our ideal customer. It is important to to differentiate ourselves a little bit. Yeah, especially in competitive markets of where everyone is hard selling, everyone's talking about themselves, everyone's being bombastic. Especially in an online world where anyone with an internet connection can get on there and just say whatever they want to say. Um, but when you but when you stand out, you can, you can charge the prices that you're worth. You can get the reviews that you want. You can, you know, your, your customer experience is through the roof. And I truly believe that's the way to go. Let's talk about creating raving fans in your marketplace. How, how would a business go about doing that? So my obsession in, in my service company 
was the customer experience, right? If you were to break down and rank on a, on a one to 10 scale, all the different parts of your business, you know, from service to sales to follow-up, most people never focus on the experience. How does it feel to do business with your company? And so there was a certain point in time with my service company that, um, that we were literally double the price of our competitors and we did the same exact thing, like verbatim. But the way it felt to do business with us was just significantly different. It just, it just, they couldn't, it's like, I, I use the phrase, it's like, it's like a good song. You might not know the words or the lyrics or, or what the song means. You just like the way the song makes you feel. That's how you create an amazing customer experience and stand out in your market. Yeah, I think that's, it's great. And um, it is, it ties into what we were just talking about is standing out, being, um, letting others rave for you and just, you know, be advocates for you. I'm, I'm always talking about, you know, advocacy and, and that's part of building relationships is, you know, finding others to, to be your, your walking testimonial, your walking billboard for you, basically. Exactly. When you don't have to hard sell, when you don't have to beat people over the head and you can let your actions do the talking for you, you, you create bonds where, to where people want to write you reviews. They want to pay you. They want to do favors for you, right? They want to give you concert tickets, whatever it is. And, and, that's, and that's a great way to do business, right? In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let's, let's talk about embracing your authentic DNA a little bit. I know this is something that you like to talk about. So what, what do you have to say around these words? Well, I, I think a lot of times we view weakness as like some sort of sin, right? Like it, it's bad. It, it's bad about our business. It's bad about us. But in reality, that is the thing that's going to humanize you. That's going to make you, you know, oh, our guys are late to the job. Oh, you know what? They got a flat tire. Uh, you know, Billy just lost. A, when, you, when you can humanize yourself, perfection is intimidating, right? When it's too perfect, when it's too... But when it's real, that authenticity, that's what that is. It's real. It's transparent. And that's when you connect to a real person, uh, an authentic, real person. And that's the thing that a lot of times our weaknesses, when we know and understand them enough, become actual, uh, it becomes an actual strength. When we can write down what we're not good at, when we can meditate on it, when we can you know, kind of marinate in it, that is the thing that is going to make you stand out. It's going to make, it's going to develop a connection with you. Like I said, perfection is intimidating, you know? So I think, I think it's a great way to go to embrace, to embrace your imperfections and the things you're not good at. Well, and, and something I preach quite often on this show is um, people can smell fake. So why yes. not be your authentic self? And, and really, if you're being your authentic self, you're going to attract individuals that align with you that resonate with you so so why not be you <laughs> yeah i mean you create you create actual bonds and actual allies in the marketplace people that will if you need a referral if you need a review you you can charge the prices that you're worth and it just makes for a much more real dynamic and real interaction this is a good time to quick pause for a message from our sponsor. Social Capital is sponsored by Keystone Click. 
Located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Keystone Click is a strategic digital marketing agency focused on helping their clients generate and nurture opportunities online. For Social Capital listeners, they've created an awesome Guide to Profits booklet featuring 42 tips on how to build brand awareness, generate leads, and nurture those opportunities online. Visit keystoneclick.com backslash profits to download your own guide today. All right, Shane, this show is all about networking. And I know a lot of people have some fear or hesitation or uncertainty when they hear that wrote that word. So I'm hoping you can help alleviate that. And can you share with our listeners one of your most successful or favorite networking experiences that you've had? Gosh, when I started my first company, BNI was the thing that got us off the ground. And as a 25-year-old kid, um, it, that was hard at first, but man, it really got me going. It forced me out of my comfort zone. It, it forced me into some relationships that ended up being extremely profitable. And I'd say, you know, I'd say get over yourself and, and start to network. If it's Chamber of Commerce, if it's BNI, uh, relationships is, is so much a part of business. And so when you can understand that, um, and when you can, you know, fears are, fear, life is what you do with fear. And so when you can get over those, those social fears, you will create allies and create a lot more money when you can, uh, you know, develop those, those relationships. Yeah, I agree. And I I like the idea of attending, especially if you're getting started, um, attending chambers or some of those networking groups and and just getting over your fears and, and just doing it. But Let's talk about nurturing your network a little bit. How do you stay in front of and best nurture the relationships that you create? Uh, you mean from a customer perspective or from a network? Just your, your networking, your, your network, your community, those that you, you're fostering relationships with. Um, I think don't, don't be clingy or needy, but, but stay top of mind, right? Relationships is, is everything. So stay top of mind. If, the, if, you know, whatever, Whatever it is you do in your industry, you know, whatever industry you're in, make sure people in your town and in your circle of network um, that they know that you're the person that does that, you know, Um, and 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 just attend as many as you can. But don't be the person who is like begging for leads or begging for work. Be the person that provides value, right, that they themselves would want to do business with. Right. And and that's a huge part of it is, is not being. Don't be so dependent on your network that you need them for leads, but um, referrals are the best type of customer to have. There's no customer acquisition cost. Uh, you know, that customer, their friends and family have already vouched for you. You can charge your normal prices. So yeah, I think, I think networking is a great, um, a great way to develop a steady stream of leads. What advice would you offer that business professional who's looking to grow their network? I, I say, you know, going all in on BNI and, and, you know, a chamber, BNI, especially BNI is so structured. It's so professional. You, you have to be approved to get in. It's, it's all legit um, businesses. As I think the chamber, most chambers are much more uh, laid back, but, um, you can't go wrong with BNI. If nothing else, you're sharpening your own skills, sharpening your elevator pitch. Um, and it's a, it's a real commitment. So, you know, you pay to play and, uh, and you will develop 
you know, I, I like to use, you know, there's levers you can pull, you know, if it's AdWords, that's a lever you can pull if it's Facebook ads, but, but BNI is a steady stream of leads. It's not a, it's not a lever that you pull, but like I said, you'll, you'll get your very best customers from the referrals you'll generate. Here's a fun fact. I interviewed the founder of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner on, on, oh. uh, on my podcast. Yeah. The, the podcast episode, is it coming to me right at this moment? I'm trying to search for it as I'm talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was a, a really fantastic interview. Um, and I definitely recommend taking a listen. Um, I'll throw it in the show notes as soon as I, I figure out which episode number it was exactly. But I want to yeah, say it's the it was- most, It's the most successful or the biggest networking group in, in, in the world. So they're, they, they do it right. So- yeah, he's, he's definitely built a fantastic organization. Um, now, here's a fun one for you. If you could go back to your 20-year-old self, what would you tell yourself to do more of, less of, or differently with regards to your professional career? Hmm, where do I start? <laughs> um, I think to, I would have gone all in on marketing much quicker. Uh, you know, I, I was, or, you know, taking a, a loan or an investment from a family member, you know, just, you know, if you can throw some money into AdWords or whatever it is, you know, if you're generating a dollar for every $6 you put in or whatever it is, because um, I just spent so many endless days trying to drum up leads, you know, through passing out flyers and mailboxes and, and, you know, the networking groups are great, but you got to market your business. There's no way around it. And so, to be able to get over my pride as someone who really valued uh, self-reliance, just to take a small loan or a small investment just to start marketing, right? That would have that would have gotten me on my feet much much quicker than the route I ended up taking. When, um, if you don't mind me asking, how old were you when you started your business then? Uh, I think I was twenty-five. I'm thirty-three nice. now. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I'm going to give you the opportunity to interview me. What is something that you'd like to ask me? Uh, what was your first business? Well, um, this is my one and only business that I have Keystone click. I started it in 2008. I worked at two other, uh, marketing agencies before starting this firm. Okay. So you're, are your primary client, you know, just doing AdWords or Facebook or um, we are a strategic digital marketing agency. So we first conduct research, we build the whole marketing strat digital marketing strategy, right. and then we support the full implementation of it. So that's website development, media production, um, content creation, oh, wow. paid strategy. Wow. Yeah. So that's like kind of all in on every, that's awesome. That could be really valuable to a lot of companies. Yes. And I, I think a, a key differentiator is that we take the time to, really do our homework around our client's customer. And then we build yeah. a plan that's focused on achieving their goal. So yeah. it is time intensive, but it's, it's worth it in the end, at the end of the day. Yeah. And it wasn't until I put real money into that, that even though, you know, BNI kept me going and, and chamber kept me going, but it wasn't until I got a website, went all in on marketing that website. That's when I had a real business, right? That's mm -hmm. when I was making real money and, Everyone, you got to do it. You just have to do it. There's no way around it. So Shane, um, what final 
words of advice you offer our listeners with regards to growing and supporting your network? I think when in doubt, don't focus on how you feel on your fear or your insecurities. Don't be that clingy, needy person. Look outwards, right? Be, don't tell everyone how you're the smartest person in the room. Make them feel that they're the smartest person in the room and, and be the warm, fuzzy blanket and provide value, right? And the leads will come flooding in, I promise. <laughs> That's what it's all about, isn't it? It's providing value. So Shane, if anyone was interested in getting in contact with you, what is the best way that they can reach you? So I just wrote an ebook on how uh, you can uh, compete. If you're in a competitive market, it's called Caring the Fire. So if you go to caringthefire.com slash ebook, it is free. And it's a great resource if you are trapped or stuck in a, in a, you know, in a very competitive market. Cool. And um, the best place to find that is on your website or you can yep. share a link with me and then I'll include it in the show notes for sure. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. Great. Um, thank you so much for being on the show today, Shane. Yeah, thanks, uh, Lori. It was good. It was good to be on. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. This wraps up our episode of Social Capital. A huge thank you to Shane for taking the time to connect with us. And as mentioned before, let's definitely connect on LinkedIn. Maybe take a look out for Shane as well. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And most importantly, reach reach out and connect with someone. Reconnect with someone from your past. Find someone new you'd like to connect with. That's what it's all about, people. Go build those relationships. That's all for this episode of the Social Capital Podcast. Visit socialcapitalpodcast.com for show notes, more episodes, and to see who will be on the show next. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode.